This is Shuja Rabani, and you are listening to the Pod Your Heart Out podcast. I believe that the right to work in a safe and healthy work environment is everyone's human right. A workplace where there is humanity in human resources and a place where leadership leads by example. Join me in today's conversation if you see yourself as an advocate for that kind of workplace. If you're a college student or somebody who's currently in university and hoping to graduate from the field that you're working in, in the anticipation that you will find a job, what if you end up reading a report that says that your job or the field that you aspire to work in will no longer be required in the future, that it will no longer exist? I'm sure if you hear of anything like that, it will really cause a lot of confusion and nervousness in you. So today, that's exactly what I'm going to speak about. And those of you who are in the field of human resources and training and development, you might want to stick around because guess what? You are included in this list. So there was a report that was published on the World Economic Forum website, specifically titled Future Jobs Report 2020. Um, It is something that is published on the IMF.org website, actually. I will, of course, have the link of all these reports and article in the description of this podcast so that if anybody is uh, willing to read further, you are more than welcome to uh, look into it yourself. So here's the interesting thing. Now, human resources amongst other fields and training and development, these are the two HR fields that are included in the list of jobs that will probably not be required later on in the future. Now, interestingly, you know, it's not that it's it's not going to be required all of a sudden in the future. It, there's a decreasing demand of it. So technically, what the report is saying is that these jobs are on their way out. And the jobs that are increasing in demand, um, I'll just mention the top five ones that are listed there is number one being data analysts and scientists are increasing in demand. Number two is the AI and machine learning specialists. Number three is big data specialists. And number four is digital marketing and strategy specialists. Number five is process automation specialists. And earlier on when I mentioned that human resources and training and development specialists are decreasing in demand, bear in mind that they are literally at number 18 and 19 in this report. So while they may be decreasing in demand, the demand is not decreasing very much very soon. So it's, you know, it's something that we'll we'll probably see disseminating and decreasing over time. Now, interestingly, the same report, when you look further down into some of the shifting priorities and the relative importance of the skills that are evolving uh, based on what the employers have been saying, you will notice that in the increasing value, it is listed by stating the first one being critical thinking and analysis, followed by problem solving, self-management, working with people, management and communication of activities, technology use and development, core literacies, I'm not, I'm not sure what exactly that is, and finally, physical ability, abilities. But I'm kind of confused with this whole thing, you know, uh, because if you look at some of these skills, for example, self-management, that's part of emotional intelligence. Working with people, that's also part of working with people. Critical thinking and analysis and problem solving, I think that's pretty much required in every job. And these are actually pretty core 
competencies in human resources, you know, being able to manage yourself and working with people and having good communication uh, management. So I'm a bit confused as to, you know, how is it that human resources and training and development is um, classified as some of those fields that are decreasing in demand um, over time. I also want to mention that I came across another post, which was basically a short clip of a podcast of somebody on LinkedIn. I will have that link on the um, in, in the description of this podcast as well, in case you're interested to have a look at that too. That the, the discussion was basically around the end of human resources business partner role. And it was interesting because looking at the discussion, listening to the discussion there and also reading this report, um, if you were to ask me whether I believe that an organization can do without human resources and without HR business partners, I would say, yes, it is possible. Even as somebody who um, has worked in human resources, I'm still involved in it. And this is what my podcast is all about. I do believe that it is possible for an organization to run without human resource business partners. However, there is one condition. For me, I think that can only happen if every single manager, business leader, supervisor, everybody across the board who is working with people in teams, managing teams and managing people, you know, upwards, downwards, sideways, whatever way you want to look at it. Unless and until all of these people in these roles become proficient HR professionals, I do not believe that it will be possible for an organization to operate without HR business partners mainly because from my own experience, when I look back at some of the conversations that I've had with very senior executives in the business where they've been in their roles for very long time and sometimes even much longer than I have been born. And they've just not been able to have those serious conversations with an employee who is underperforming or having difficulties in uh, intercommunication or personal issues with their manager where they're not getting along and they have to have those fierce, direct conversations. And I've been told point blank that, you know, of all the activities and responsibilities that they may have, this is the one thing that they just cannot do. Sitting down and spending time and spending energy in speaking with their employees and their team members that, you know, whatever way that they are behaving is not acceptable in the business or they have not been able to meet their target. Therefore, they have been rated as at a certain level of uh, performance review. So you see, these kind of skills are necessary. These are not soft skills. These are essential skills. And it's part of what HR does in, you know, whether they're training or day-to-day -day job of an HR business partner. So, you know, when I look at uh, topics like this, which are discussed where it talks about the end of HR business partner, as somebody who has been an HR business partner and who is still in the field of human resources, I say, yes, it is possible for a business to operate without HR. However, everybody else in the business will first have to become proficient HR business partners before that happens. So if you are in human resources and business leaders who have other opinions, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to Pod Your Heart Out and write to me on info at podyourheartout.com. You can also visit www.podyourheartout.com and always feel free to reach out to me on social media as well. I will do my best to respond to as many um, uh, questions or feedback that I get. 
So until next time, thank you so much for listening and I look forward to hearing from you.